Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 25 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Gaia, and Magic Mushroom, Pooge. Oh, thanks. Psychedelic. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at thecheerfulcynicspodcast. How's it going, Pooge? It's going all right. It's going all right. I've, I'm a bit fed up with the news. Oh. You, you must have seen the news right now, right? Royal family news. The royal family. These two people are going to move from one country to the other. Mexit, as they're calling it. Are they actually calling it Mexit? Yeah. Well, I heard somebody say Me- Megan and um, Mr. Megan. I forget his name. Prince Harry? Harry. So Meghan and Harry, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Meghan, and I think basically they're fed up of living in this country and are going to Canada. Yeah, well, the media is being pretty brutal to both of them, especially her. So I understand why she would want to leave and why they would both want to leave. Also, they're not really heirs. Harry's not really going to be king, right? You never know. Like if he kills like 12 people, <laughs> is, that, is that the deal? <laughs> leave him alone i know it's all a bit weird man the whole royal family yeah when you take a step back it's just so odd so it's a strange concept like people mm. in the uk don't really or they seem quite impartial to the royal family some people mm. think they're all right some people think they're a bit boring yeah but it's so rare to come across royalists remember back in the day you used to have royalists yeah you know wearing union jack flags and getting all wound up about this and mm. that but not anymore I think finally people have realised that they're real people. Yeah. And they have feelings <laughs> and they have their exactly. own lives. <laughs> we need to respect It's like watching that. a sitcom, you know, you watch TV <laughs> and you get an update. Oh, these guys have done this. Yeah. But then the sitcom's like on the uh, on the news, on in like newspapers, it's on the radio, wherever. It's yeah. all over the internet. All over the world. And like having telescopic lenses so they can see every wrinkle and every spot on your face, you know. Oh, oh so odd, so odd. I don't blame them for wanting to step back. It's weird because like we don't really care that much about the royal family. Not care, but we don't really pay much attention to what goes on. But in different countries, some people are really invested in it it's outside weird, of the UK. It? Canada, they have Victoria Day. So it's basically a statutory holiday, like a bank holiday. It's on the, at the end of May, the 25th oh. of May. And I'm pretty sure it's just Canada oh. that has that day off. Maybe Scotland as well. But like, it's a bit strange how it's Canada and it's just to honour the Queen Victoria's birthday. The late Queen Victoria's birthday. Yeah, she must be like 200 years old now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it so strange? But the thing is, that, like you were saying, there's some countries out there that love the royal family more than we do here. And have you heard so of the Prince much, Philip yeah. movement? No. Well. Is it like a, a boy band? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> It's like Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wikipedia says it's best. So the Prince Philip movement is a religious sect followed by the Kaston people around the Yao Nanan village in Vanuatu. Huh? So and these people believe that uh, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, yeah. is a divine being. Divine being? Divine being. Whoa, I didn't expect that. Right? Seriously, I just thought it was like a, a tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Philip movement. Some kind of punk rock, no? <laughs> they just, they love this guy. They think he's a divine being. Pretty much. Not being horrible, but he's almost always the butt of the jokes in the UK. But to those guys, so the, the people in the Vanuatu, the Kaston people, uh-huh. well, so I think it goes back to ancient times where they've got a mythical tale where it's the son of a mountain, uh, sorry, son of a mountain spirit that traveled overseas to a distant land and he married a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that he'll return one day. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, and that kind of fits into what 
<laughs> Prince Philip did. He married the Queen. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so I think uh, it must have started back in the 50s and 60s when oh. the people got an idea of how powerful the, the Queen was. Oh, and yeah. they assumed that Prince Philip was this mythical being. Wow. He is therefore a divine being. Correct. That is so weird. So they pray to him? They worship? Well, what happens? Well, I think it's a cult. <gasps> oh, no. And it tends to get a little bit weirder than that. So okay. the Queen and Philip visited the area back in the 70s. And some of the villagers had an opportunity to see them from a distance. From a distance? Yeah. <laughs> like, stand 10 feet away to keep Ex- your germs away from him. Exactly. <laughs> from like, a distance. <laughs> they, they crawl through the bushes to hear him fart through a walkie-talkie, I imagine. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so at the time, while they were there, the prince didn't know that these villagers existed or their undying affection for him. Right. But later on, it was brought to their attention by a chap called John Champion. He told them, or, sorry, he told the prince to say, you know, just... Just send them a picture of yourself, like a signed portrait or something like that. I'm sorry. This is something that like Madonna would do. What a diva. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you? Share? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so he he goes, all right. So he sent over a portrait of himself all the way across the world. joking. And um, obviously, the tribe was completely ecstatic when they received this thing. And... Out of curiosity, if somebody gives you a nice gift, how do you say thanks? Well, I would say thanks. And then if that's not enough, you're in a vicious cycle of giving each other stuff until somebody dies first. And it gets quite aggressive, doesn't it? Uh, It's like one up. So you you wouldn't kind of maybe send a traditional pig killing club called a a now now? What? No? A pig killing club? Yes. A traditional pig killing club. So that's what these guys did. So this, like a weapon, they sent him. So he sent them a photo, and they returned the favor by sending him a weapon that they traditionally <laughs> used to kill pigs. <laughs> and obviously, it meant something to them to give it to him. So it's a, it must have been their most prized thing. Yeah, as an object of significance, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but then with that, you know, also well, while saying thank you, they also said, um, "By the way, we want another picture of you posing with this damn thing." What? <laughs> yeah. He actually agreed. He agreed. Yeah. Did so, he agree? Yeah, of course he agreed. He, he, there's a, uh, allegedly, what? there's a picture of him holding this giant kind of nal nal, this, <laughs> this club, and he's posing with it, and he sent it all the way back there. Wow. And the chief of the little village had all three of these photos. I think he ended up sending three photos in total. He had all three of these photos in his possession because they were the most prized things in that village. Oh, my God. I mean, you can't really piss them off as the face of the royal family. You have to be so diplomatic. It's so weird. And you can't offend anyone. And that's a really difficult thing to do. But the thing is, it makes you wonder, where does he keep this pig-killing club? Oh, yeah. He's got a weapon. <laughs> does he still have it? He's got a massive <laughs> weapon that he's just got lying around Buckingham Palace. Yeah. He probably keeps it in the bedroom for marital kinkiness. <laughs> it's weird, right? They must still love him. And for them, they must be like, he is the immortal. How old is he now? He is undying <laughs> he is a vampire that man is literally frozen between events royal events oh no <laughs> they, what, they thaw him before an event and then they freeze him <laughs> yeah they freeze him quickly he's got like 10 minutes left <laughs> oh so yeah that was weird yeah that is very strange and what else I, I found another guy as well there's have you heard of a guy called michael fagan no uh michael fagan michael fagan this is an interesting guy so back in the 80s he allegedly broke into Buckingham Palace. In yeah. the 80s? In the 80s. So this is according to his own account. He okay. broke into Buckingham Palace effectively by shimmying up a drain pipe and startled what? a housemaid. What? Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so many questions. Are you joking? I'm no. pretty sure those 
fucking rails were outside Buckingham Palace before the 80s. So he like got over the rails and the guards, went through the guards, shimmied up a drain pipe. Yeah, into... <laughs> Are you joking? He went into a window. <laughs> he found a maid. The thing is he was shimmying up this, this drain pipe and the maid saw him. And it's like, I, I think there's a guy climbing up the drain pipe. So she went and found some guards. And they had a quick look okay. outside, couldn't see him because obviously he's moving up this drain pipe. And they thought, nah, you know, she's she's probably just seeing things. Hold on. Her security people did not believe the maid had saw someone. Yeah, but how weird is it? The window. How, I mean, who's going to believe the fact? Hell. I think there's a guy shimmying up the drain pipe. And I was like, yeah, well, you know. But, uh, I'm just I'm speechless. Surely <laughs> they have a duty to like check even if it is false. Yeah. Apparently you made it um, up the drain pipe and when he got to the okay. top, he managed to find an, an unlocked window on the roof. Are you joking? Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, that's better. So the fucking window wasn't locked. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, you got to think about it. If this is Buckingham Palace and you've got all these guards and gates, who's going to lock a window? Yeah, supposedly the safest place on earth. <laughs> and this guy shimmies up the fucking drain pipe. It's like that saying, you know, something's only as strong as its weakest point. And yeah, that, this, this is guy, so true. Just a random guy off the street. Hell. So he got oh in. my God. So then... I can't believe it. He, the, the window was unlocked. And obviously, oh. what what are you going to do? You're going to climb in the window. <laughs> yeah, sure. So he, <laughs> so he climbed in the window. And according to his own account, again, just to clarify, it was his own account. He spent 30 minutes eating cheddar cheese and eating crackers. What? While wandering around Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Fuck off, Pooj. Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, genuinely. 30 that, minutes. That's his account. So cheddar he, cheese? Che- <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did he get that from? I don't <laughs> know. Just lying around. <laughs> just found some cr- oh cheese and crackers. That'll do. <laughs> it's just having like a what's it a Wallace and Gromit moment. Just kind of eating. <laughs> I cannot believe this. This is not true. And then it gets even better. And then he was saying that he apparently tripped a few alarms, but oh, that day they well, were finally they were turned off. What? Yeah, turned off or faulty, but they weren't working. <laughs> So he just walked around, tripped, no alarms whatsoever. There's no signs going off. No. No one even no. cares that he's in there. <laughs> this is the royal family. Buckingham Palace. Yeah. This is shite security <laughs> for the 80s. He walked in to the fucking palace, basically. Well, and, and then ate cheese for half an hour. He stole their food. <laughs> he's stealing their food. And then oh. he carries on. So he carried on walking around and allegedly oh, he went into the, the post room. He found a bottle of white wine and downed it before getting tired and making his escape. Wait, <laughs> so he had, <laughs> wait, he, he broke in yeah. and then he had his own cheese and wine he party. cheese and wine party. <laughs> but the thing is he had white wine with cheese. I mean, what sort of savage oh, does no. that? He needs red, man. You but you know, we, like, we can let him off. Fucking hell. How? He had a cheese and wine party at the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> How crazy is that, right? After this event, gets caught, and then they just what escort him, and they're like, "Off you go." The first, they didn't even catch him. Oh, he just left. He just left. He's like, "Well, this is boring. I've drank what? all the wine. He, I'm what? a bit, a bit drunk now. I'm going to make my way home." And he just crawled out of the window. He kind of retraced the steps, <gasps> got out. <laughs> my head is exploding. This is, uh... Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this. It's too much. <laughs> It's so he 
could have just fucking moved in. Nobody would have fucking What's, noticed, right? That's the thing. How long has Jimmy been here? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, doesn't he work here? He much like here. You know, he's always eating he's cheese. He's in the poster, isn't he? <laughs> he's always in the poster. He's the cheese taster. <laughs> <laughs> but then the weird thing is he did it again a month later. So what? one month later, he goes in again. Oh. So he did the same thing. He climbed up the wall. Might as well move in, man. <laughs> Christ. He got over all the spikes and the barbed wire and then shimmied up the same drain pipe again. Oh, what the hell? They didn't even learn. They had no idea. <laughs> they, they didn't even think about this. They just, you know, back back into the uh, Buckingham Palace, found the open window, go straight in again. And this time, Jeez. thankfully, his movements were detected yeah. by security. Oh, good. Right? What the hell are you How great for? is that? Yeah. You're the most secure place on earth. And the alarm goes off. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to go there. Check it out. But obviously, it's the Buckingham Palace. So... The alarm went off and the guards thought, oh, it's faulty. What? And they turned it off. <laughs> they just they just assumed, oh, it shouldn't normally go off. It's fine. They just turned it, they off. Turned it off. They, t- they turned off this the, is mo- the, queen. the alarm. This is the queen. Those security people just been like, ah, whatever. It's just the queen. She can <laughs> she, sort it out. She's, she'll be fine. Yeah, you know, she knows her Brazilian jujitsu. She can, she'll be fine, right? Yeah, for sure. And she knows James Bond, right? So they could just sort her out. It's fine. Snooze the alarm. Done. Another. I need another 10 minutes, please. so then he wandered around the palace again and this time he found his way over to the royal apartments (gasps) so i I imagine inside it's like you've got your royal apartments you know where people start living and um, in one room he had had a a a glass ashtray and it had broken in his hand he cut his hand and he had basically a piece of broken glass in his hand which is pretty dangerous right where is this going and then he ends up in the queen's bedroom (gasps) wait he made it into her bedroom he found the queen's bedroom he actually what? got into the queen's bedroom with a what? broken glass, a piece of glass in his hand. What? Yeah, <laughs> right. I can't say anything else. So there's a dude in the bedroom with a broken glass in his hand and he's got blood everywhere. Yep. That doesn't look like a good scene to me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a massive shard of glass that he could take people out with. That's the one. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. So... <laughs> You, you'd probably think, yeah, the queen wasn't there. That's why no one gave, you know, no one gave a crap. Oh yeah, she does true, yeah. Because if she's not there, then right? It must have been. She must have been out at her other estate or whatever she does. But nope, yeah. uh, the queen was actually awoken <laughs> by Fagin in her room. Oh my god, Paige. She woken up by a strange man in her room holding a piece of what? broken glass with blood in his hand. That's how she woke That's up. That's how she woke up. I'm sorry, I would be shitting <laughs> bricks if I woke up and there was a stranger in my bedroom with a bloody hand and a huge shard of glass <laughs> that he's holding, waking me up. It's good day, Are sir. You <laughs> and then, holy crap! And obviously, well, she ran and phoned uh, palace security twice, and nobody arrived. Twice, yeah, nobody arrived. How did she not fire everyone's ass after that? Oh, no, who knows? Who knows? But she genuinely called I palace been, security like, off with their heads. <laughs> that's still a thing and if that was a thing in the 80s <laughs> it's so weird so now you've got this random guy in the queen's bedroom the queen trying to frantically make phone calls and he's just there thinking yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really know what to do he's out of place so he asked for some cigarettes hold on <laughs> so wait all he wanted was a cigarette well that's all he ended up with <laughs> so he could have gone literally anywhere in the world to find a cigarette i know but this is <laughs> like, this is from the queen maybe it's touched their lips the man goes up a drain pipe breaks into the <laughs> palace <laughs> for a cigarette food because the last time he had cheese and wine he needs a cigarette to finish off the fucking party a month later he? you know he just had that itch oh. that was just needed Fuck to be yeah. scratched i need <laughs> a cigarette <laughs> how i mean like what happened to him they must have what happened oh, so eventually 
a duty footman, so one of the guards, um, came back. So obviously he was busy because he was walking the queen's dogs. The corgis. The corgis. <laughs> he take, took them for a little walk. And um, so oh he, he arrived, checked in the room. is like, okay, this isn't right. Followed by two policemen came in and they escorted him out. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't fucking shoot yeah. him right there and there. <laughs> exactly. So they take him out. Like this whole thing, the second time he went into this building actually happened. We've got evidence of that happening because oh, they God. forcibly grabbed him and they took him out. I think he spent some time in a psychiatric hospital afterwards. It turns out the police couldn't do much because at the time it wasn't even a criminal offence to break into the palace. It's not a crime. It's not a crime. In the eighties, in the eighties, it, it was it was technically legal to break into the Buckingham Palace because it it wasn't private property. It wasn't private property. Yeah. What the hell? I think so. That's why you couldn't be done for trespassing. So so you could walk around at that time. You could walk around the Queen's bedroom with uh, you know effectively a weapon, all that broken glass, and it's not a crime. Tell me they changed the rule after. Oh yeah, so they must have. These guys, you can tell that they're very quick with action and things like that. So it finally became a crime in 2007, which is 24 years <laughs> later. <laughs> so, so for 24 years, the queen probably did not sleep. She's like, any second now, someone's going to come back in. <laughs> 2007. This shit happened in the 80s. In the 80s. 2007. Exactly. Wow. I mean, that's basically as good as a security team right there. Like, right? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> But for anyone listening out there, if you're thinking of doing oh it, don't do it. It's too late. Don't 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 yeah, try and get in don't there. Don't do it because you will probably get killed. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a now shit about Now it's a different anymore. story. But how crazy is that? Oh, uh, I can't take any more of these stories. <laughs> I think fucking hell, you're gonna kill me. It's too stressful. <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics podcast or get in touch by emailing us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com. Have a great week wherever you are. Bye. Bye. Bye.